In today's episode, I will tell you about five ways to create new lists from the Microsoft List application. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode 147 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today we're talking about lists and specifically five unique ways to create new lists from the list application. In case you're not familiar with uh, Microsoft Lists, I suggest you check out episode number 75. That's where I introduced you to this wonderful application. But essentially lists, uh, well, we had lists for, for forever in SharePoint, uh, lists residing um, you know, SharePoint, obviously, uh, but essentially lists uh, are for information um, that you typically would store in Excel, all right? So a list of contacts, a list of projects, uh, issues list, you, you know, issues log, risk register, and so on. Uh, now, like I said, we, we had lists, um, you, you know, as a feature in SharePoint forever. However, what happened a few years ago, uh, Microsoft created uh, list application and essentially all it is is it's like OneDrive for lists, just like OneDrive is uh, <laughs> a kind of a catch-all, you know, for all the documents whether they reside in SharePoint or OneDrive. List is the same way. Essentially, it aggregates all the lists from all the different SharePoint sites in one place. That's all it is. However, very important to know that physically, uh, you know, lists uh, still reside in SharePoint. So when you create a new list you can actually create it uh, by going to any SharePoint site. Let's say I need uh, to create a list for onboarding uh, on HR site. I can go to HR site, you know, SharePoint site directly and uh, click new button and, uh, you know, and then choose list and then create a list that way. Or I can go to a Microsoft list application and create the same list from there. But again, you know, if I do it uh, that way, I would be forced to pick the location of my list, right? Again, uh, it has to reside somewhere, so I have to pick a SharePoint site where the list will reside. Um, this was kind of a brief introduction, you know, to lists. Once again, if you want to learn more about this, uh, you know, about lists, uh, check out episode number 75. However, what I want to talk about today is different ways on how to create those lists. Now, I actually published an article a few years ago on my blog uh, titled three ways uh, to create lists in SharePoint. And obviously the title of this episode is five ways uh, to create lists. And the reason for that is because in the meantime, we got two extra options. So I will list those, um, you know, a total of five options that we now have in terms of, of uh, list creation in SharePoint. To create a list, all right, uh, using any of those options, you need to obviously navigate to any SharePoint site and uh, click uh, the new button in the upper left-hand corner. So you need to be on the homepage of the site and then click new button. You're going to see a lot of options like creating a list, creating a library page. Obviously, the one you want to choose is a new list. And that's where uh, all those five options will appear. So let me start with the first one, uh, with the first option to uh, create a list. And that would be uh, for you to choose blank list option. Now with this option, uh, essentially you have to do everything from scratch. All right. So you give your list a name, 
Um, you can provide description and click create. Now, what's going to happen? Uh, well, not much. <laughs> it's going to create a list, but the only column that will exist on that list will be the title column, right? Essentially, it will be a blank list, uh, no additional columns are created. And if you want to utilize this uh, list, for example, for a list of projects or list of contacts or maybe a, a, an issues log, you would essentially need to build all the metadata yourself, all right? So you would need to click Add Column and, um, uh, you know, essentially add text or choice column or date column or, uh, you know, whatever type of column you wish to uh, create. But you would need to build everything manually. By the way, if you don't like the title column, uh, that's fine. You can actually rename it, maybe reuse it for uh, something else, like, I don't know, um, you know, person's name or project name or whatever you want uh, to rename it to. Uh, but long story short, with this option, you pretty much have to do everything yourself, all right? It's just literally a blank list, no rows, no columns. Uh, you would need to create, uh, you would need to create all the metadata itself, all the columns, uh, and then obviously add uh, the data. Uh, option number two, the second option for you to create a list would be uh, by copying a list from another site, all right, or from the same site. But essentially, with this option, you uh, choose um, the, the second kind of choice available. It's called from existing list. And uh, what will happen, uh, it will actually display a list of SharePoint sites uh, you have access to where those lists reside. And it will show you all the lists. So you just have to click through all the different sites and you can um, essentially see maybe there is a list, you know, uh, or a few lists that you can copy. Uh, by default, at the very top, it will show you all the lists on the same site. So if you maybe want to stay on the same site and just copy one of the lists, you can, uh, you know, choose uh, that option. But you can also um, copy uh, essentially a list from any other site. So let's say somebody in one of the departments created an, an issues log, all right, essentially a list, and you really like it, and you want to steal it. Uh, essentially, this option will allow you to do so. Uh, now, uh, very important, very important with this option, no data will be moved or copied, all right? Um, it's just the headers, just the columns will be copied. Uh, columns as well as some of the settings, all right? If uh, um, that other user who created that list, you know, they configured some settings, you know, for the list behind the scenes, uh, like, I don't know, maybe disabled attachments or did something to version history and, you know, all that stuff, uh, those settings will also copy over to your list as well. Uh, but very important, it's not going to copy any of the rows of information. It's just the columns, just the headers. Uh, but this is a great option. This is a great option. Sometimes you, uh, again, your lists are kind of similar. Maybe you want to borrow uh, somebody else's list. You don't want to recreate all this metadata and drop-down choices. Definitely a great option for you to consider. Option number three that we have um, is the ability to create a list from Excel. <clears throat> all right, so you're going to see that option. It's called from Excel. And this is a great option if you already have a list uh, essentially, all the data residing in Excel. Let's say, I don't know, you have a list of contacts, a list of projects, and you want all this data. You don't want to create everything manually and copy and paste. You can use this from Excel option. And essentially, what, it will, what will happen, uh, once you choose that option, it will create, it will use the headers in your Excel as the you know SharePoint column headers. 
and we'll create those. And not only that, but it will also import all the data. So if you have uh, rows of information, your project list, your contact list, everything will be copied over and created in SharePoint. Now, something really important about this particular option. Uh, with this option, you cannot import, you know, just take a regular Excel and just import it. Uh, if you try to do so, it will actually complain to you uh, because it expects you to import a table. So what you need to do upfront before you, uh, you know, you try to import Excel uh, into uh, SharePoint, you need to format uh, the data as a table. You know how one of the options in Excel, right? You can ju you just highlight your cells and you choose format as a table. Make sure you do that. If you don't do that, uh, it will essentially throw an error message and tell you you have to do this first. So uh, this way, when you format it as a table, you are telling SharePoint uh, essentially where you have your headers, right? Which row is the header? And then, you know, where is your data? And yeah, as long as you do that, uh, you will be able to import. Now, when you import Excel into SharePoint, what will happen uh, after that? it will try to map the fields and it will it usually does a great job like for example let's say you have uh, a text field in excel it will actually recognize that fact and uh, create a column called you know a text column if you try to import a, a, a date column right essentially your excel has a date column again it will try to recognize that uh, and sometimes you know it does a great job sometimes uh, it doesn't so you have to kind of help it out help it uh, uh, out a little bit. And uh, when you try to import on the next screen before the actual list is created, it will display all the columns. And you can actually manually say, all right, this column is a date field, or this column is a currency, or this is a number, or this is a multiple lines of text. So this way, uh, you know, you will be rest assured that the columns are created proper way. All right, uh, you know, and mapped correctly from Excel to SharePoint. So uh, that's the only piece, kind of uh, other important piece on that particular option. And after you do that, uh, it will pretty much create uh, the list. And not only that, but it, all the data will be imported. So again, this option is awesome. It's great if you already have data in Excel and you just want to magically have it available in a SharePoint list. The fourth option, option number four, kind of similar to the previous one, but you can import a CSV file, all right? So with the previous option, um you uh the assumption was that you had an excel as x file right essentially excel sometimes you you have a csv right uh, with the csv option the good thing is uh you don't need to format it all right remember how you had to format it as a table uh so don't worry about this um you know with this particular option uh with this option you just point to csv file and uh, it is smart enough to know what is what. Uh, it will still ask you to uh, choose the proper mappings, right? You still want to uh, kind of help SharePoint and identify a text column as a text column or a choice column as a choice column. And once you do that, uh, once again, it will uh, create the list, create all the metadata columns, as well as import all the information, all the rows from Excel to SharePoint. Uh, so if you have a CSV file, definitely use this option. And fifth and final option, uh, the option we actually got uh, quite recently, uh, you know, in terms of the ability to create lists, would be to utilize uh, some of the built-in templates. 
uh, right? And they would appear uh, kind of at the bottom of that create a list screen. Uh, and uh, you will see a bunch of templates. I think uh, they're like, you know, uh, 14 or so templates. And by the way, this list is always expanded. You know, Microsoft always adds additional, uh, you know, templates. But essentially, these are different template list templates based on different scenarios. For example, let's say you are creating an issue tracker, right? You need to track issues. Well, guess what? You can choose the template. There is a template available. And all it is, it just pretty much a list that is already for you. Uh, all right. It's uh, all the columns, like it will have the columns like, you know, issue name, issue description, priority status, and so on. Uh, and um, it will give you a bit of a preview of what the list will look like. And if you like it, you just, uh, you know, click uh, use template, you know, button, give it a name and, you know, the list will be created for you. Now, again, no data will be created for you, just the columns, all right? So the good thing about those uh, templates is that uh, if you don't, just don't want to waste the time uh, and let's say I need to manage issues, you know, issue tracker, build an issue tracker, I can just use this Microsoft template and it's already going to have all the fields I possibly need, and uh, some of the columns might already be formatted, so I can pretty much start tracking my issues right away. Uh, now, I can obviously customize it further after the list is created. And if I don't need any fields, any columns, or maybe I want to change the uh, color scheme and formatting, I can do that, but the good thing is the uh, list, you know, the certain templates already available, and, um, you know, they have different uh, sort of templates, you know, for different use cases, different scenarios. They have one for travel requests, employee onboarding, you know, recruitment tracker and so on. Uh, so definitely a great option. Now, another great thing about this option is that so you have the list of Microsoft templates, but as an organization, you can also upload your own templates. All right. So if you want from governance perspective to standardize on your list, uh, and uh, maybe there are certain use cases where you need, uh, you know, to be consistent in terms of your list. UIT can actually create, uh, you know, company-wide list templates and have them available from that same option, that same screen. So in addition to Microsoft templates, uh, you can also pick one of your company uh, templates, and that's definitely great. So this were the five uh, options. Like I said, I will include in the show notes uh, a reference to that article. Uh, when I wrote that article a few years ago, we only had three options. We got the those templates uh, and CSV option quite recently. So these are the two new options to create lists. Uh, but I will still make sure to point you uh, to that particular you know, article for additional information. Uh, but for now, uh, that's all I really wanted to mention in this episode. Hopefully, you learned something new. Um, as always, happy to see you on my blog, SharePointMaven.com, and talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.